Chapter Thirteen of the Pussycat Princess by Edward Anthony. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen on Maui, Hawaii. The cats are happy as can be that they have captured Dorothy. I'm glad myself. I hope that you are very, very happy too. The capture of Doggy Dorothy caused great rejoicing in the king's court and throughout Tabbyland, coming as it did the day before the ball of the great baron of Milk Bowl. It can readily be seen what merriment there was in the palace. Dukes, earls, and lords patted each other affectionately on the back and said, Great news, isn't it? What glee there was! In fact, the Royal Glee Club sang the national anthem. By fair Catonia's catnip flowers, Catlanda's rocks and hills, by Tabbyland's historic towers, and Pussburg's shops and mills, by old Peru's now crumbling walls, in ancient days began, and dear Fertonia's fabled halls, we pussies every one, do pledge allegiance to the king, who rules our glorious land rise cats when anthems pussies sing it's customary to stand they rise and sing it's wrong to be conceited it isn't right to brag but anyway we'd like to say that here's a noble flag who honors it is honored who doesn't pay the price salute it cats they doff their hats now cheer it pussies thrice set up a loud meowing that every one will hear we must not let the world forget we love our nation dear o oh, ye that travel and should know the wonders of the earth is there wherever one may go a place of equal worth o oh, tell us is there anywhere a land as fair as this as full of flowers and country air and liberty and bliss there isn't any one would grant that has a pair of eyes of cats when pussies anthems chant it's customary to rise it's wrong to be conceited it isn't right to brag but anyway we'd like to say that here's a noble flag who honors it is honored who doesn't pay the price salute it cats now cheer it pussies thrice set up a loud meowing that every one will hear we must not let the world forget we love our nation dear during the singing of the national anthem the windows of the palace were thrown open so that every one in tabbyland could hear and by the time the chorus was reached every one for miles and miles around had joined in needless to say it thrilled violet beyond words to hear thousands of pussycats singing this stirring patriotic song oh prinny this is so exciting she cried yes dear it is not without its thrill said the princess as calmly as ever the ball of the baron of milk bowl the following evening was a great success all pussycat royalty came the duchess of Pussburg was there in sealskin pelisse lined with five pussetta notes that crackled luxuriously as she walked 
she wore a sky-blue dress trimmed with orange blossoms and geranium buds her hat was of purple velvet from which silver tassels hung she looked beautiful enough to be the queen of a may party the duke was dressed in simple evening clothes of yellow georgette his only decoration was a band of crimson ribbon that was stretched slantwise across his chest the duke was known as a plain man the baron of milpole who was giving the ball wore overalls of a lovely green silk with purple polka dots the shoulder straps were of golden braid and were fastened by diamond buckles this was the official court dress for barons dukes and earls in the province of milkbowl mrs milkbowl that is the baroness of milkbowl wore an evening gown of salmon charmeuse trimmed with christmas tree ornaments the effect was stunning especially when the electric lights inside the ornaments were switched on the king and queen of course wore ermine robes and dress crowns the princess wore a stylish white satin dress with a long train on which the royal coat of arms was painted in seven colors the train was carried by two little pages it is not necessary to describe the other pussycat nobles that attended they were all charmingly dressed and made a beautiful picture as they danced the four-step which was then the most popular dance in tabbyland it was a delightful evening the king made a speech there was charades the court elocutionist recited the face of the barroom floor a poem that was then very popular in tabbyland cake and mice cream were served and the jesters sang a new song i often sit and gaze at the throne a lesser cat may look at a king as the king dislikes to be alone i often sit and gaze at the throne and think how nice it must be to own a sceptre a crown and everything i often sit and gaze at the throne a lesser cat may look at a king then as this was a great occasion louis quatorze the court magician announced that he would perform a miracle what excitement there was what a bauble of voices louis bowed and announced that he would perform the miracle of the laughing shadow a brand new trick to my right said louis is a plain white sheet as you will notice although you may not think it possible in a few seconds you will see on the sheet a laughing shadow louis then recited the magic words that he finds it necessary to say before he can perform a miracle skidgy widgy lemon pie rudgy widgy purple tie hacky wacky spinning tops kippy dippy lollipops hardly had he uttered the last word when lo and behold there on the sheet was the laughing shadow everyone applauded it was wonderful oh that is marvelous cried violet yes replied the princess it has its appeal louis performed a number of other tricks and then the king read dozens of telegrams of congratulation he had received from the mayors of tabbyland cities on the capture of doggy dorothy 
there was some more dancing and then everyone went home happy especially as the king stood at the door and said call again to each guest as he or she departed thomas the sixth was famous for his courtesy end of chapter thirteen recording by linda marie nielsen on maui hawaii